Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1535. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited today because I'm bringing a guest back who's already been on the show. He was on about two years ago, Roger Falcioni. He's calling in from beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Roger is the founder of ClassicCars.com. He was one of the first to understand the importance of online classifieds in relation to the classic car market. He created a groundbreaking online marketplace built on the love of technology and classic cars. Ten years later, the company has seen tremendous growth, and in 2015, 16, 17, and 18 was recognized as one of the fastest-growing private companies in the United States as part of the Inc. 5000. In 2020, ClassicCars.com attracted over 3 million visits a month, has 35,000 vehicles for sale, supports the largest online network of classic car dealers and auction houses, and delivers daily industry-leading news coverage through its award-winning journal that has over 350,000 monthly readers. ClassicCars.com has become the trusted home of the collector car enthusiast. We'll be back to talk to Roger in just a second, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible, and we'll be right back. Do you know the best way to protect your special vehicle, both the inside and the outside, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, back when I was in high school. I've been around a long time. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking brand new. And they have manufactured premium quality exterior and interior covers here in the United States with a reputation for durability and design for a very long time. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom pattern vehicle covers, and they're crafted to fit tens of thousands of patterns and that's growing. You can choose from a dozen fabric options and accessories all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicle. I protected my rides with their covers for over 40 years. And you know what? You should too. And I've got a deal for you. Right now, you can get 10% off your order using a special Cars yeah code. The code is yeah 120 Use that code when you check out and you get 10% off your order. What a deal. That's at Covercraft.com. Be sure to use the code YA120 at checkout for your 10% off. That's Covercraft.com. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car or or if you have 200 in your garage. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get an exclusive SCM guide to restoration shops included for free. And I've got a couple very cool offers. One is if you go and subscribe to their digital subscription, you're going to get 50% off using the code cars yeah that's right 50% off their digital subscription but wait that's not all if you go and subscribe and get their print magazine and use the code bsh you get $10 off that's right 
$10 off. Why BSH? Well, that's the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast that I do every Tuesday with Keith Martin. You'll find it here on the Cars yeah! website or using your mobile device with any mobile device podcast app, or you can find it at sportscarmarket.com. That's Buy, Sell, Hold, the essence of collecting. Hey, Roger, welcome back to Cars Yeah, my friend. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am, Mark. I'm ready to go, and nice to be back. Well, it's good to have you back. I wish I had you back here under better circumstances because, boy, oh boy, are we living in a bizarro world. And we're going to get into that a little bit and also talk about how your business has expanded and grown since the last time you're on. Maybe how this this uh, virus thing that we're all dealing with has affected what you're doing. But first, I want to ask you something I didn't ask you last time you were on the show. What's one thing that most people don't know about Roger Falcioni? Okay, I think that would be that in my younger years, I was the lead singer of a rock and roll band. What? No yes. way. Serious? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, at local rock and roll band. Yeah. Let me be clear there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's <laughs> it was a lot of fun when I was young and uh, made some money at it, too. So it was really good. It was really fun. Well, you know, I played guitar growing up. I taught guitar and I played in kind of a garage band that we had. Sometimes we played some dances and things like that. I used to sing, and then something happened, and I I can't sing at all anymore. Something went completely haywire. I still try to play the guitar once in a while, but uh, so l- what kind of music did you play back when you were were singing? Well, I just want to say too that my voice is the same way, uh, but that's because of age now. So okay. it's not what it used to be. That's for sure. Uh, but we used to play, uh, you know, top forty stuff that yeah. we played in lounges and parties and that kind of thing. So oh. I used to look at it as, uh, you know, I'd be there with my my friends would be there too, uh-huh. uh, but they had to pay to get in, and uh, <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun with it. Yes. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Now, do many of your colleagues at work know about this little uh, this little secret past? You know, it kind of eked out uh, about a couple of years ago. I was trying to keep it pretty quiet, but uh, <laughs> it did. And uh, as you can imagine, uh, the razzing uh, was there for a few days. So uh, <laughs> they do know now. Most of them do. You know, a company I used to work with, it was always fun to learn things like this from past or from colleagues, associates, as we called our, our employees. And some of the things like, I remember one young woman said, well, I like to sing. And I said, well, sing me something. And she started singing and I, I almost fell down. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're like a pro. Your voice is insane. She goes, well, I sing in my church choir and, you know, I do some solo thing. I mean, she was so good. I had another lady I worked with who was incredible on the violin and I say, why don't you come in at lunchtime in, in our eating center and play the violin for people? I mean, I, you just, you don't know until you ask people what their secret talents are, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a lot of fun to hear that. And, uh, you know, uh, it's funny, too, because a lot of musicians uh, later on uh, became great developers. I mean, there's some connection there between right. uh, computer programming and computer technology that fits so well with uh, folks that played in the band when they were younger. So that always surprises me whenever we are hiring new people and I I find out that they too were in a band. It's awesome. Well, maybe one of these days you could get some of the folks that work with you together and, uh, you know, crank up the amps and uh, put on a show for the company. 
That might be a It might idea. be fun. I don't know. It'd be, well, it'd be fun for them. I'm sure they'd be laughing a lot. So <laughs> I might do it just for that reason. <laughs> well, sometimes it's good to let the, the folks laugh at the boss, right? I mean, uh, exactly. Exactly. I'll only touch on this for a second, but back when I was working at Griot's Garage, I used to dress up as an old lady, and they actually featured me in some of the catalogs. Uh, I was known as the mother-in-law. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about it. That's all I'm going to say. There was a blue wig involved and a very ugly dress and high-heeled shoes. And that's all I'm going to say. So I don't think I've ever said that on this podcast. So that's what you pulled out of me, Roger. There you go. And then look, I, you know, just telling me the story puts a smile on my face. Well, there so you that's go. Great. That's all I care about. <laughs> it works. There yeah. you go. Exactly. Well, let's start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you to add a little inspiration to the day here for everybody. It's a nice way to get the wheels turning here on cars. Yeah. So you take the wheel. Sure. So, um, I guess one of the best things, uh, for me always is uh, don't give up. I mean, uh, that's a simple thing. Isn't that appropriate that for I today? Really love, <laughs> yeah. But it is today. It sure is. And, and certainly if you're an entrepreneur, that's probably one of the biggest things, you know, things change so quickly that sometimes you just have to hold on and uh, have faith and uh, it works out. Well, let's let's dive into this a little bit more because it's easy to say that don't give up. And I'll tell you, I've interviewed hundreds of race car drivers. Virtually every one of them, that is their success quote. I, I, I always know it's mm-hmm. coming from a race car driver because we all know watching races, you could be in third place. There's two laps to go and you figure, okay, I'm going to come in third. You never know what those two guys in front of you might do and or what might happen to their cars and all of a sudden you find yourself in first place and if you hadn't kept up so let's touch on this because today in this age and what we're dealing with right now those are words that can really help people i believe because so many people right now feel defeated people have lost jobs the money i mean all these things that are coming at us that who would have thought four weeks ago five weeks ago everything was firing on all eight cylinders and now the wheels have come off the car. So if I asked you how to maybe encourage folks a little bit with that concept of don't give up, how would you, what would you say to them? Sure. So for us, you're absolutely right too, Mark. I mean, it's so sudden. And uh, what we're trying to do right now is, uh, you know, look over what, what we're doing with our customers. Is there any way that we can help them? Because we really are in this together. And what we're finding is, is that there are ways that we can help each other. Uh, we've got about 500 dealers on our site, and we're offering some new marketing opportunities at no cost so that we can help them sell cars in this really, really rough environment right now. Uh, and that's just a few of the things that we're doing to try to help. And, uh, you know, once they hear that we're a small business, too, we're all in it together. And so we're finding that a lot of people are open to try something new to help each other out. Well, you told me in our pre-show chat, you and I were kind of catching up with each other that uh, as of today, your whole company's working remotely. And this is something that so many companies were probably caught a little flat-footed. And I was talking with a, another friend this morning that perhaps this will teach companies that maybe they can trust their associates and employees to work at home. Think of the impact that's going to have if that happens. Let's, let's just say 20% of the U.S. could work from home now. The impact on our roadways, uh, the amount of pollution going into the air, and more importantly, the extra time this gives our associates to be at home with their families, exercise, and they're not sitting in traffic. How is this? I know this is real short because 
you just started doing it, but have you started to see anything with how this affects your business? Or do you think maybe down the road, this might be an opportunity for your, for you and your associates to continue this? Absolutely. Yes. And in fact, one of the things that we're blessed with at this particular time is that we have so many tools to be able to do this appropriately. So Technology-wise, we can see each other, talk to each other. Just yesterday, we had a meeting with nine members, and by using Microsoft Teams, for an example, not to, not to give them a plug, but it's a great product, and we were able to see each other. Whoever was speaking would show up on the screen. It was actually a lot smoother, Mark, to be honest with you, than I thought it was going to be. So we are in the very early stages. We are certainly finding out some things to do a little bit better as we go through. But it wasn't a disaster by any stretch of the imagination and had a lot of pluses in just the few days that we've been at it. You know, I'm really excited to hear this because, again, those those uh, benefits that could offer not only a company, but their employees of doing this. I'm just, you know, I'm thinking out loud here because you think of um, maybe Mm -hmm. you have to stay home because your child is sick. Well, If your child is sick, they're Mm -hmm. probably in bed. They're probably resting. They're probably not doing a lot of things. And you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs thinking, gosh, I have so much to do at the office. Now I've got to catch up when I go back. I mean, the stress, my coworkers, they're relying on me. I'm not there. I mean, all this stuff. If you could just sit down and go online now, maybe I would bet you that if people could work from home that can do that, they probably would be just as effective and productive, maybe more, because think of the distractions that happen in an office space. There's always somebody walking by your desk, or Sally brought in the cookies, I'm going to go eat some of those. You know, the water cooler talk, um, I think there could be some benefits here, so I'm excited to hear that from you. Let's talk more, though, about ClassicCars.com. You've been on the show before, but I have a lot more listeners now, so there's a lot of people that perhaps didn't hear your show. I'll remind the listeners out there, you could go back and find all the past 1,534 shows that were before today's show. Everyone has their show notes page. You can listen. Um, but let's talk about where you come from where you were, ClassicCars.com. First, explain to our listeners what it is you guys do, the benefits, what's so much fun. I know what's fun about your site because <laughs> you can go there and spend a lot of time looking at cool cars. Well, an, an interesting thing, Mark, is that when we first we first started in 2007, and of course, within just several months, one of the world's, well, one of the United States' worst recessions happened. So here we are, oh, you know, sort of sandwiched yeah. in between those two things. But, you know, it was, it was a tough time. And some of the things from then actually resonate today. You know, people needed to sell their cars. People needed to raise money. And so that actually stopped us from going out of business. We were fortunate to get through all of that. We helped some folks. We even, in our very early days, we gave uh, some special deals to our new dealers. We only had a handful at the time. And uh, they appreciated so much, they became customers for a long time. So that, over the years, has grown to, like you mentioned earlier in the show, you know, to over 3 million monthly visitors. Our journal is award-winning. We've got some great editors uh, that have a lot of experience in the field, uh, and it helped us grow our traffic. There are readership to over 350,000 monthly readers, and um, that really helps us as far as telling our story, not just telling our story, but really letting people know what's happening in the automotive world. And even now, We've got stories about how the COVID-19 is affecting sales, how it's, uh, you know, help what it's doing to auction houses, which, as you know, all of them have to either cancel or move it forward. So there's a lot of activity happening now. And uh, it's a good feeling that we are able 
to help folks understand what's going on in the automotive world. So let me ask you this. If I'm not aware of your company, I mean, I am, I know who you are and you've been on the show before and now we're, we're car buddies, but if I didn't know about you, how would you quickly describe classiccars.com? What are you, what are you about and why should I as a car guy, car gal come to your website? Okay, so we are all about helping to put buyers and sellers of these wonderful vehicles together. Also, another thing that we did just a few years ago, like I mentioned, is a website that is about buying and selling. Once you bought or sold your car, of course, there's no reason to come and visit, which is why we started our journal. So what we try to provide everybody is a place that they can find the car of their dreams, the car that they're looking for. Uh, We put in special programs and so forth to help stop scammers. We're all about being safe and secure. We have a wonderful award-winning customer service group that'll help people put their cars up on, on the site and help them with the number of photos that they've had. So we allow 100 photos, really as long of a description as you want. Uh, but we do talk to every single person that puts their car up on the site to make sure that it's a real car, no scammers, and to make sure that they have the finest chance to sell their car. So you're a connector of car people, right? We are. That's exactly right. Well, I always tell this, once you go to ClassicCars.com, you better pour yourself a tall drink because you're going to be there a while. (laughs) There's so much to look at. It's so much fun. Go through it. Check out all the cars that are available. And there's, there's everything there. You know, that's true. And we pride ourselves on that, too. There's a lot of folks that like to work on cars, so they need project cars. So we have some project cars all the way up to million-dollar cars and everything in between. And, you know, when you've got 35,000-plus cars uh, on on the site, what we call the long tail, there are some really wonderful hidden gems there that uh, people will find interesting and maybe interesting enough to buy. And that's our whole thing, setting up something that's somewhat serendipitous as well. You can certainly search. Uh, We have uh, tons of those kinds of cars, uh, but also serendipitously, you might just find an interesting car that you might want to add to your collection or add to your garage. Now, I know we may be a little early into what's going on in the world today, but are you starting to see any changes in your customers and your sellers with what's happening right now? Or is it maybe too early? I mean, I know with people losing jobs or being out of work, they might be looking in their garage going, well, maybe I should let something go to make the mortgage payment for the next three months. Or maybe this is the nudge I needed because I wanted to go buy something and maybe the the deals are better. Are you starting to see anything like that? We are. We are. And and it is very early. I agree with you there. Uh, But you know, for the most part, foot traffic into dealerships has just about dried up completely. And we offer a service, an online service. The remarkable thing is that with people home now, more are logging into the internet. So our traffic is actually going up both on our marketplace, but also in the journal as well. So what we're talking to our dealers about is to help put together some new programs that'll attract these folks into, uh, you know, making a purchase. Well, it makes sense to me. I'm very active in social media. That's how I promote cars. Yeah. And the buy, sell, hold podcast I do with Keith Martin now, where we talk to people who are interested or involved in the collector car market, both on on the financial side, buying, selling, auctions, and things like that. 
But I see so much more activity uh, and people that are Facebook followers, let's say that I've never seen them post anything before. And all of a sudden they're posting because they're at home and they're kind of stuck there. So I'm not surprised that that traffic is growing. I think that's fantastic. The people that are, let's, let's talk about people selling cars there. Are they individuals, dealerships? Uh, Is it a wide variety of people that can anybody go and sell on your site? Anybody can. And uh, we do have a large group of for sale by owners. We call them FISBOs. uh, But uh, a lot of our cars are from dealers and also auctions. Now, the auctions, of course, having been delayed, those cars have dried up there. You know, they're moving it forward three or four months. But even some of the auctions now are offering online sales, you know, to help carry them through until this thing is over. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Everybody's having to adapt right now and figure out some way to keep things moving forward. So, and have you seen prices get affected yet? Are they going down or up? Or? Not yet, but uh, we are seeing uh, there was some softness already at the beginning of the year that yes. that was oh, there yeah. anyway. And I think what people are right now, honestly, Mark is just stunned. I'm stunned being home after all these years. My wife and I, you know, we talked a little bit about this before the start of the program. There's some adjustments to be made everywhere, you know, and so uh, we're seeing um, prices are pretty steady right now, but we can see some drifting, no question. Uh, and if it gets much worse, of course, it'll it'll exacerbate that as well. Right, uh, which is not great for the sellers, but for buyers, there's opportunities there, I believe, that maybe will start to sprout because as people said, well, you know, I'd rather cash out this part of one of my assets I'm willing to let it go for a little less. Those with cash on the sidelines, uh, kind of like it is with the stock market. Exactly. Right now, although I don't, I don't know if I would, I would jump in there yet. Uh, it's pretty dicey, but still, there's some pretty undervalued uh, things happening out there, which, of course, what's that old saying when there's blood in the streets is when you buy, and there's definitely some blood in the streets here right now. Let's just hope it doesn't hurt the uh, collector car market. But it had been softening for a few years anyway, as you said. Uh, So things had been adjusting and waning for a wide variety of that market. Well, let's do this. Um, I'm going to take a short break and thank some more sponsors here that keep us alive and keep food on the table. And then we'll be right back. Thank you. Yes. Do you love vintage cars? Then go to CarsYeah.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full color ebook filled with fuel filler fun with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to carsyad.com and click on the free book button on the homepage. Download your free filler-up book today at Cars Yeah. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars Yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. 
All right, Roger, we're back. And I want you to share a big challenge that you faced or even a big failure, how you worked your way through that. But more importantly, what was the lesson learned so that you can move forward in a positive way? Sure. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh, I uh, started my entrepreneurial career uh, rather uh, later on in life. With my first company, of course, I was full of pep and vinegar, just really wanted to make things work and try to grow this thing as quickly as possible. One of the things that uh, happened once is that uh, we were getting a lot of business, but people were taking their time and paying us. And that created a little bit of a problem, you know? No kidding. Yeah. So, and I, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs can, uh, can sympathize with that. We were in the uh, final week uh, of uh, the payroll and payroll was going to happen on Friday. And I, of course, was absolutely calling everybody, trying to get them to pay. We weren't asking for any, just to get paid. That's all we were asking. And people were promising, but day after day, nothing was coming in the mail and it was Friday. And uh, I needed $10,000 to make that payroll. Now, I'd already spent my savings. Everything was on the line here. And you know, with these, with these early companies, you miss a payroll. Uh, that's not good. Uh, that's usually the, uh, the end, you know? So uh, that morning, the mail came in, uh, uh, delivery from uh, FedEx came in and nothing. And so my accountant came in and just really down said, uh, uh, no, uh, nothing. And, uh, so for the next couple of hours, I'm trying to think of what the heck I could do to get around this and, uh, uh make this work somehow. And, uh, in the afternoon, uh, later in the afternoon, the accountant comes in and said, now we had never gotten two deliveries in one day. Uh, but, uh, we got a delivery. He brought in the envelope, the, uh, the envelope in, and it was a check for $10,000. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even tell you what a feeling that was. And it taught me a bunch of things though. You know, you know, I I talked a little bit earlier about, you know, don't give up and that sort of thing. But also you just don't know uh, what is um, going to happen. By the way, that taught me a lot, a real lot. The lesson that I learned from that was that it's okay to grow at a regular pace, not to be so hammered down and, and so forth, you know, to get to the next step and to think a little bit clearer. And so that was an early on challenge. It really helped me moving forward. No question. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and that can kill and has killed a lot of companies over time. It's, I, one of the things I think back and you and I are of the same age bracket, pretty much you go back to the dot com mm-hmm. and how companies were just growing far too fast, trying to do way too much too quickly spending their investors' money like it was candy instead of setting it aside and preserving it for times like what you just explained. What we're going through right now, I hope, will be a lesson for a lot of businesses and people that you have to put some money aside for that rainy day. You and I probably grew up in an era where the folks, our parents taught us that, Absolutely. Yeah, and you don't live your life on credit. You don't have a lot of debt. And that may mean you can't move as quick as you want. Maybe you can't have that fancy car uh, every four or five years. You have to hang on to a car for 10 years. But be prepared for the unknown. And boy, that rainy day, we are sure feeling it now. It's more like a broken dam that is coming down on our shoulders. So great lesson. Boy, sure nice that check boy. came in. Was that one of your 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 accounts receivables that yes, owed you money? Yes, that- it was unbelievable. It's uh, so true. And, and by the way, that left a, a, a scar uh, that I, I can't even explain. I yes, think it's no always kidding. in the back of my mind. Our company today 
uh, we have absolutely no debt. And that's really what's helping us now as we're trying to uh, get through this tough period. But uh, we don't have that hanging over our heads, uh, which confirms what you were just saying a little while ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, how about a little story about your passion for cars? Uh, is there a moment in your life when you look back that you knew you were going to be a car guy? Uh, yes. You know, uh, we talked a little bit about this. You know, my, my dad was a very handy guy, but wasn't really, uh, uh, never really worked on automobiles and so forth. So my first thing was when I was in high school, you know, my friends were, were uh, uh, I was always the youngest. Um, at the time, it seemed awful. I'm, pr- I'm actually happy about it now, Mark. But in those days, it was uh, it was the opposite. And I just couldn't wait to get my license. My friends were driving. I had a chance to uh, uh, really learn a lot about cars. But more importantly, especially in those days, by the way, Mark, I'm not so sure today, a car was about freedom. That was just such an important part of my life as I was developing and so forth. Uh, that's really when I caught the bug. And probably one of the reasons why I like new cars, old cars, but, you know, classic cars, just the beauty of them uh, means a lot to me. What was your first car that really had great meaning? Maybe that first car you've saved up for, the first car that really meant something to you, something special. It was this beautiful blue 1969 Camaro Rally Sport 350. This car (laughs) was beautiful. And I was young, so... The fact that it had these hideaway headlights for some reason, I will never forget. It was just a beautiful car. <laughs> it was fast. My friends and I had a great time in it. Uh, after I got married, uh, uh, my wife and I uh, had a lot of memories uh, going to different places. So, in, in fact, it's a car that I'm actually looking to replace right now. That's one of the cars that I am looking for. I'm looking for the same color, everything matching. Uh, not the exact same car, mind you, but uh, a car that will uh, stay in the family for a while. You know, that's really, when you think about old cars, that's really where we all migrate back to is something that had meaning for us. For a lot of it might be cars that we couldn't afford back in the day when we were in high school or college or even the first years of growing up, you you get, you buy a house, have babies and kids and you can't buy them. For me, it was the eighties. I wanted a turbo, like Mm -hmm. I just couldn't believe, but you know, just bought a house and children. I'm like, I can't afford a turbo. And fast forward, I don't know, 30, 40 years later, 35 Eh, 25, maybe not that many, uh, finally was able to get one. And that's why, because it reminds me back of those times of something I really wanted. And it takes us back in time. How about, and I sure hope you find that Camaro. I can't think you will. I mean, you, you have a business that it's got to show up sometime, right? You must have all your associates watching for this car for you as soon as this shows up. Yeah. Good for you. I know it's going to come along. I know it's going to come along. Here's a little uh, mind game with you. Uh, if you woke up tomorrow and you were actually a vehicle, what would you be? You know, um, hmm. I would think an Alfa Romeo spider. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Uh, at this point in my life, I'm looking to be a little sportier. I'm looking to have more fun. <laughs> I'm looking, I, I can almost picture myself in the mountains of Italy or something driving this darn thing, but certainly in California and everything. Uh, and it just brings a smile to my face. So that would be one. Well, with the last name Falcioni, <laughs> you got to drive an Italian yes, car, absolutely. right? CC. <laughs> absolutely. I love it. All right. We're off to the last lap here. I'm going to fire off some fast questions and I need some fast blips of that Alfa Romeo throttle answer. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has helped you be successful in your life? Oh, boy. I would say a list maker. I am absolutely a list maker, and uh, 
I think it helps me uh, keep organized. There's so many things going on at the same time. That keeps me on point. How about if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Hmm. One of my regrets, you know, I was introduced to uh, Carol Shelby several times, but never really had a chance uh, to get into a conversation with him. So I would love to have a chat with him. I love storytelling, and uh, his story is amazing. I'd love to hear more from his point of view. Incredible guy, Mm -hmm. for sure. How about when it comes to automotive advice? Has someone ever given you automotive advice that has really been helpful? You know, uh, Mostly the, the, the same stuff that everybody gets, you know, uh, make sure you take care of the car. The interesting thing is, you know, one is, of course, change the oil, all of those kinds of things. Uh, but another thing, too, is keep it clean. And uh, that always resonated yeah. with me as well. Have pride in the car. And uh, that's done me well, too, by the way. Yeah, I'll add another tip to that. And this has served me well over the years is I keep my engine bay clean. And especially when I take the car in for service. And I've heard this from many, many mechanics who've worked on my cars over the years. They take extra care and pride when they work on your car when the engine is clean. That's a great point. And so they know that this guy is a maniac. I better do my job well because he's going to see if I mess anything up. And the other good reason to keep your engine clean is if you do have a leak, you will spot it way early before it becomes a serious problem. Good point. So there's another, another little tip for you. How about a resource? I'm kind of guessing here. I'm going to throw one out. You mentioned your journal, classiccars.com journal. Tell me a little bit more about the benefits of the journal portion of your website. Well, we can draw our attention to different things that are happening, happening in the marketplace. So for an example, one of the things that's very, very close to my heart right now is introducing classic cars to the next generation. You know, baby boomers are getting older. In fact, they're becoming more sellers than buyers, of course, over the next few years. And bringing in that next generation is so important to saving these great cars and the legacy that they, that they have. So we do a lot of stories now where we try to bring in that next generation. Uh, Mark, we also hold something called a Future Collector Car Show in January here in Phoenix. And this last year, we have 12,500 people come to it. And the whole idea is that we bring in some really cool cars, you know, um, Supras and uh, uh, 240Zs, NSXs. What we've learned and what the old timers like me will learn is that these folks have the same passion that we did when we were younger. And it's a real eye opener. So I would ask everybody to come to the uh, journal and read some of these great stories about these folks and visit the futurecollectorcarshow.com which has some great pictures for everybody to see and see what kind of time, effort, and money they're putting into these uh, vehicles. How about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share with us that you've read that you found really cool? You know, um, for me, uh, especially like I mentioned that I was uh, uh, an entrepreneur rather late in life, so I've always been trying to read some books about uh, leadership and so forth. And um, a book that I found a very, very interesting uh, was uh, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Uh, that's helped me get uh, pretty far as well. Great book. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, fantastic. I'll remind our listeners that there are numerous books listed on the Cars yeah website. Just go to carsyeah.com. At the top menu bar, there's a resources tab. In there are all the guests that have been here on Cars yeah, broken down by their categories, but there's a box there that says guest recommended books. Mm-hmm. 
over 15, 1,600 books there. This book will be there as well. It's a great book on leadership. If you run a company, group of people, or you just want to be a better leader with the peers you work with, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership is a great one. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Roger, and I'm going to buy you a cool collector car today. You may have already answered this, and that's okay if we want to go back to that <laughs> car you talked about. But if there's something else maybe a little more extravagant, I'm going to buy it for you today. But there are some rules to this game, as you'll recall. One is you have to drive it. No garage queens allowed. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with. And here's the kicker. It's the only one collector car you can have in the garage. So what can I buy you today? Wow. So it's, um, you know, we talked about that 1969 Camaro. And I I think... The reason for that now, especially as I'm getting older and my, my, my kids, my grandkids, I would love to have that car be the family car that would sort of tie them to this uh, wonderful legacy of cars that I have and hopefully spark in them uh, some additional things like that. So for me, legacy matters. That would be the car that I think our whole family would just resonate with. You know, I love your answer and I love more of the reason why that it will become the family car to go out and enjoy a drive in the desert, uh, you're there in Phoenix, or go to a car show, or just go to a burger joint and get burgers for the family, or whatever it is you like to do, that's a great answer, and I love the reason even more. So I will start searching classiccars.com and see what I can find for you so I <laughs> can get you. you one, and it's got to be in blue. It's got to so be that blue, yes. <laughs> got to be that blue for sure. Awesome. Well, listen, my friend, I'm really thankful that you've came back. I wish it was under a little better circumstances environmentally, but hopefully we've shared some insights that might help people get through this. We will all get through this. This will pass. It may just take a while, so hunker down. Don't give up, as Roger says. I've really enjoyed your stories today. I want to thank you for sharing more of your journey with us. Uh, So proud of what you built there and your colleagues and how your business is doing. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Camaro Rally Sport 350? (laughs) Uh, I think I'd like to echo, especially in the times that we are right now, that uh, we are all in this together. And I think if everybody keeps that in mind, I think we'll be a lot better off. I think I agree with you as well that over the short term, it's going to get a little bit worse, but we will get through this if we stick together. That's the big thing. Yeah. Be kind, uh, especially out there in social media. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Help people. I couldn't agree more. Uh, let's stop the bickering. Let's stop the uh, uh, bashing each other for any reason at all. And let's try to help each other out a little bit more here and be positive. And also, I like to say, be careful with what you're sharing, because some of the stuff people are sharing is just bogus made up. It's like imagine stuff and it's just it just adds fear. So, uh, yeah, we're all in this together. Listen to Roger. Again, you'll find everything we've talked about today on Roger's show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Roger Falcioni. That's F-A-L-C-I-O-N-E. I'm doing that in my best Italian accent I can. Falcioni, you'll find everything there. Plus, you'll find links to classiccars.com. You know what? You've got a little time in your hands. Again, pour yourself a nice drink, a lemonade, wine, whiskey, whatever you like to partake, and go to ClassicCars.com. You're going to be there a while because there is a lot of cool eye candy to bring a smile to your face. Roger, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise, and thanks for sharing your experiences and coming back on Cars. Yeah, great to have you here. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. It's been a wonderful pleasure. Thank you again.
pleasure is all mine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to carsyeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.